Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Lion Media presents the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kevin Waits again, and I'd like to welcome you to a new episode of Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits, where we unpack our bags. We have tough conversations just because it's called safe. Don't get it twisted and think it's soft. We really unpack our bags and talk about things that impact us all. And so just like every other show, I am extremely excited um, just to to bring you a special guest uh, this week. Uh, And and you find out why he's special to me. Uh, But I'd like to welcome to the show this evening, Roger Chandler. Roger, welcome to the show. Uh, greetings, greetings, Mr. Way. Truly, it's a blessing to be here on this day on your platform, and I truly thank God for you allowing me to be here tonight just to share my story with you. Very good, very good. So we're just going to get right into it. man. If you can, can you just start out by letting the listeners, listening audience know a little bit about you, your background, where you grew up, your family, anything you think we need to know about Roger Chandler? Yes, I'm a father of two, have a son and a daughter, 26 and 32, with two beautiful grandchildren. Uh, My mother that is 78 years old that I love so dearly, she's still here with me. A family that stays by me, and I love them so dearly. I'm still in process of going forward, chasing my GED to front myself in my education. I have a job at Safe Rack. I worked there just recently mayor employee of the month and also employee of the year so i just thank god you know for those for a scrambling family a mother that raised me up to love on everybody and just show respect to all my elders and my younger ones as well that's what's up man i appreciate that so let's dive right in man we we have a me and you we have a pretty unique connection would you agree yes i do we got a unique connection. And uh, and so if if you could, can you let the listening audience just can you just tell your story and, and, and tell the audience how we met when we when we met in the connection we'll have and I'll fill in the gaps wherever. But if you could just share that story with uh, with the listening audience. Yes. Um, me and Mr. Wade, we met back in almost 2003. Uh, find myself in the street selling drugs. Uh, made a decision that that my mother and them didn't taught me to do. And I was out there thinking I was doing the right thing to provide for my family, not realizing how much I was hurting other people's families. And to the day I got caught up and someone turned me in. And I was at a friend's house and I got the phone call that Slade Age was at my house. So I realized that, you know, that I made a poor choice. So I gathered myself, went home, and when I went there, uh, my wife was in handcuffs while my children was there, and it hurted me so deeply that I want, I didn't want my wife 
to um to have to face the charges that I had. And I and I told Mr. Waitnam that if they let my wife go because she got to raise our children, she don't know nothing about what I'm doing. I would let them know where the drugs at. And uh and I also stated to Mr. Waits that uh I knew that they was coming to get me. And he asked me the question, well how did you know that you was that we was coming to get me? You know, and I told him I said, well I was six months away from doing my trial sermon when I walk away from God. And the time has come that he told me that he had to sit me back down so I can get myself together. And when I told Mr. Waits that, the first thing came out of his mind, he said, well, Mr. Chandler, he said, well, I tell you what, he said, I hope you follow your, your dreams and I hope you go and you become that minister. And the day that you become a minister, when you return home, you let me know and I will be at your trial sermon. And I wound up with 20 years in prison. And after about 12 years, God blessed me that I got immediate release. And I came home in 2014. And I got into the church and everything. And uh, October the 27th, 2018, I was to do my initial trial sermon, and I found Mr. Waits' number, and I called him, and I let him know that I was doing my trial sermon, and he immediately said, man, that is a blessing. I will be there. Give me the address of where you're going to be at, and lo and behold, he was there on October the 27th on my initial trial sermon. And my trial sermon was broken, but not forgotten. Because in life, we all are broken, but not forgotten. And I, and I look at that, that friends walked away, left me because of the choice that I made. And I was blaming everybody, but I wrote a poem and said, who am I to blame? I can't blame mm -hmm. nobody but me because I looked in the mirror and I had to realize that it was me. It was me that, that made this choice right here. But I thank God that when I returned at home, that he was there and he supported me. And and I thank God for him because we became the best of friends. He's a great guy. I, I, I loved it, you know, what he was doing. I let them know that you didn't, you didn't hurt me. Y'all came and y'all saved my life. Because if I would have stayed out there, I would have been dead. Somebody robbed me, killed and what really hurt me the most, if you don't mind me saying, is that while I was locked up, I watched my mother got older. Mm. My, my baby sister passed away in 2011 while I was there. When I left home, my son was six years old. My daughter was 11. And when I called home, my daughter wouldn't really talk to me. And I only had 45 minutes to talk to her. And I said, when I get this phone call, I want to know why you are not really talking to me. So when I called home, and this is what turned my life around. When I called mm. home and I talked to my daughter, I asked my daughter, this is your 45 minutes. Why you keep turning away from daddy? And she said, daddy, you abandoned me, RJ, and mama. So you abandoned us. You were not there to protect us. She said, when people ask me, where's your daddy? I told him that you was dead. It crushed it. Mm. I was in a room full of 25 people. I broke down like a baby and shed tears and cried. And I had to explain to my daughter the reason why I was incarcerated. 
because I wanted them to have a good life, not realizing I was taken from other children, you know, hurting other mothers, you know, causing them to be hooked on drugs and everything. I let them know I've done that so they can have, but God had a purpose and a plan for me. And at the end of me and my daughter conversation, she was able to say, Daddy, I love you. So I mm -hmm. thank God for Mr. Waits for them coming to get me. And it made me who I am today. Now I'm a hard worker, a family man, a granddaddy with two beautiful grandchildren and just pushing forward. Right. You know, my, my heart is, is full. Um, my heart is full. Um, you know, from the time we met back in the day, like you said, around 2003, um, up until we had that conversation when you called me almost almost 20 years later. And I remember I remember the day like it was yesterday. Um, you know, my secretary, I was I was the police chief for the city of Georgetown at the time. Uh, went out, came back. My secretary said, hey, you had a phone call. And she had your name and number written down on a piece of paper. And so all that time had elapsed. All that time it went by. And so I remembered the name, you know, uh, but I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't put it together. So I remember calling you and uh, and you said, hey, man, how you doing? You know, this this is Roger. You know, I said, OK. And I said, well, how do I know you? You know, and and, and you started you, you pretty much said what you just said. You started telling the story. And I remember, and I remember, I remembered, I, I even remember that, you know, one of my, one of my coworkers, uh, you know, had said, said something smart, like, man, you, you ain't, no, you ain't preaching. You ain't preaching. You ain't no preacher. You a drug dealer. Right. And I remember, and I remember saying to you, Hey man, because I could, I could see the pain. I could see the pain in you that day. And, and I said, Hey, if God intend for you to be a preacher, it's going to happen. And, and like you said, you know, I said, if it happens, call me and let me know. Now, Roger, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it real with you. I never expected to get that phone call from you. Wow. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it real. I, I, I never. And I don't know if it was something. It wasn't on purpose. It was OK. You move on. Life goes on. You know, things happen. But I'm telling you. I did not expect to get that phone call from you. But you got to know that when I did, you say, hey, Mr. Waits, you did so much for me. You saved my life. But let me tell you what you did for me. Let me tell you what you did for me. You know, I was in a career where I saw a lot that I cannot unsee. You know, you can't go and erase the tape. Saw a lot. Uh, murder, uh, rape, robbery, you know, over and over and over, you know? And so time goes on and sometimes your heart will get a little, little dark, a little black. You get a little cynical because all you see is bad. Now you called me and you reminded me of that story and Roger, it, 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 it wouldn't have matter what I had going on. I was coming. And do you know why? You, do you know why I was coming? Why was that? I needed hope. I needed hope. I didn't have any hope. All I saw was murder, rape, rob, violence, right? And so I was in a place where 
I'm like, man, all I see is bad. I even stopped watching the news because it's always something negative. But you gave me hope. That phone call gave me hope. And so, you know, when I talked to you, we hung up the phone. I just sat there, man. I was done. I was like, wow. But I knew I had to go. Number one, to support you, right? But number two, I had to see it for myself. I had to see it for myself because I was in a place where I needed hope. I needed to hear something good. I needed to see something positive happen. And so I remember, I remember that Saturday afternoon, you know, um, and I went to the church and, and it was beautiful. Just before you even did your thing, it was beautiful to see the support you had, you know, the church, I mean, the people were there. The people came out, man. It was a full church. And so that part, I was like, wow, man, this is, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, this is really happening. And so I remember, I remember what you preached about. I remember what you preached about. That's how much of an impact you made on me. Uh, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but you preached that day about the prodigal son. Yes. Remember that you preached about the yes, prodigal sir. son and and I sat there, man, and, and I was I swear I was holding back the tears. You know, I was holding back the tears because in my mind, I thought to myself. This man has had 15 plus years to practice this sermon. And he nailed it. He nailed it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And so I want to thank you for what you did for me because at a time where my heart was almost black and dark, you was that glimmer of light that gave me hope. And so, you know, you may not know it, man, but, you know, what's the old saying? I know your ears burning. I talk about you all the time. I talk about you all the time. When I'm talking to people about hope, I talk about you all the time. Uh, and so once again, you know, I, you know, I appreciate you being here and sharing your testimony and talking about how we could, you know, connect it and how we met. But me and you will always be connected. Trust yes. and believe. And you know what I'm saying? And if you ever need me, all you have to do is reach out, man. We are going to always uh, be connected. And, and I thank you for what you did for me. Well, I thank you because it really meant a lot to me to have support like that. And that didn't bash me, put me down, but mm-hmm. was there to let me know that I believe. And what is a song that said, you know, Everybody saw me when I fall, but nobody saw me when I got up. Mm. And I choose to get up because the calling on my life, because it's more young men out there, young women that have lost their way. And I said, Mm. he said, he told me, he said that I choose you like I choose that Abraham. 
I choose you to be a father of many nations. I choose you to touch many people's lives. And I thank God that, that what he's done for me because the, the impact that, that I have on other people's lives, God gets the glory out of it because yeah. I let them know that, that you can make it. You can make it. If you decide to press toward the mark, if you decide to continue to look up and, and, and know that you no know, mistakes in life happen, we're going to have trials and tribulations. We're going to have ups and downs. But never give up. I found out that if you push, God will pull. And I mm. decided to push, and God pulled me through the fire. And I thank God that he purified me. I'm not perfect, but I thank God that he sustained me that my praise is for somebody else's breakthrough. Mm. I realized that your testimony can save someone else's life because y'all saved in my life. Mm. Mm. And I look at it, what the enemy meant for bad, God turned it for my good. That's right. Yeah. That I'm on a pathway now that I let my light shine. That man won't glorify me, but glorify my father who's in mm. heaven. Do I get everything yeah. right? No, I don't. But one thing I do is I shake it off, pack yeah. it under my feet, that I can get on higher ground. And I yeah. thank God for you for allowing that you and your team. So that was a blessing to me. Yeah. And you said, you said a mouthful just now, man, about Roger, none of us get it right. You know what I'm saying? But the part about shaking it off and packing it down and, and even what you said about how we got to push. And if we push and we believe God to pull, that's that's a that's a word, man. That's that's a word. So tell me this, Roger. When did you know that God put you on assignment and he had a calling on your life? When did you know? You I was about nine years old, and and the thing about it, and it's on this day right here, Dr. King's day. Wow. I was nine years old, and I would always stand in the front of the TV. My mom would always ask me, why are you always standing in front of the TV and listening to that, that speech? And I was at nine years old, I was trying to learn the Dr. King's speech. Wow. And, and, and I knew then that it was something about me. It was an old lady telling me, son, I don't know what it is, but God has called you. Sometimes mm -hmm. so many preachers want to put you to be a minister when it's mm -hmm. not your calling. But yeah. I was picked by God. He touched it me because in 1992, I got shot in the face. Oh, wow. The guy had the gun up to my head and I begged him not to pull the trigger. And when he pulled the trigger, I Pull it, I back the barrel down and he shot me in the face. I died for five minutes. Wow. But I was calling on the Lord, even though I wasn't saved then. I was calling on the Lord. And I said, Lord, I don't want to die. I have a daughter. I, I have a wife that I want to marry. Please don't let me go. And I saw the death angel coming down and he hmm. stopped him, turned him around. And my eyes opened back up and I heard people chanting from one end to the other. I thought it was a crowd, but it was a host of angels saying, Roger, you don't die. And then the word can be said, you shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I knew then I was called 
to spread the gospel, to share the good news the other day. Even though you made a mistake, God took total tragedy, total disaster, and turned mm. it into total victory. And I got the victory. And I oh. got the victory. And, and if you don't mind me saying, I love doing Dr. King's speech. Mm -hmm. And on this day, if I can, if, if it's all right with you, just to give just a portion of what God birthed in me. Because Handle your business, God. brother. Handle your business. And and I always tell people, you got to follow me to Lincoln Memorial in mm -hmm. Washington. Where Dr. King delivered one of the most profound speeches to hear. Mm -hmm. Dr. King stated, he said, let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I come to you today, my friend, and even though we are faced with life difficulties, I still have a dream. It is the dream that is rooted within the America. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama, Little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. And that's what Dr. King done for me and God birthed that in me. I wow. love it because who he made me today. Wow. And that is for Dr. King that we still have a dream. Mm -hmm. Wow. You got to follow your dream. You got to follow. That was awesome, bro. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Roger, what would you say to someone ready to give up? Ready to just give up, man, and quit because they made a mistake and they just don't see no, they done fell down in the black hole. They don't see no way out. What would you say to them? I would let them know that even though you failed, even though you made a poor decision, never give up. Never give up. Because I had a older gentleman tell me, and it was me, a man that fell in the hole and they put the ladder down and the ladder broke. They put a rope down there. The rope popped. Mm. The doctor came and write a prescription and say, call me when you get out. But I decided to jump down in the hole. And the fellow said, why did you jump down in the hole with me? Now we are both stuck. Mm. And I looked at him and I told him, I was in the same hole. So I'm going to show you how to climb out. Come on. So even though you fell in the hole, you are able to climb out. Because where you are weak, thou art strong. Mm. And he whispered in my ear, and he told me, and I'm telling every young man, boy, girl, white, black, or whatever, his grace is sufficient in the mm. time of our weakness. You are significant. Life matters. Those are my words. Wow. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that, too. So... Man, I appreciate you. Uh, you just don't know, man, how how full my heart is, man. Uh, I just, I, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time. And, and, and it's obvious that, you know, when things happen, and you said it earlier, you, you, want, you want God to get the glory. Uh, and so 
I know that. I see that. I hear it in your voice and 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 it's much appreciated. And I hope that many, many, many young men really listen to what we talked about tonight. You know what I'm saying? Because if they if they have, there's no way that they can't be inspired, right? Prison on drug charges, shot in the face, right? Yes. But you're still here, right? Yes. Mistakes along the way, but you got your family and you're still here. Uh, and so I, I really appreciate you. So to end this show, you know, I got a tradition on my show. Uh, I started last year where I always let my guests ask me one question to end it. You know, I've been running my mouth and asking you questions from the beginning, but now is your chance to ask me anything you want, and I will do the best I can to answer your question. I really have no question. If I was to ask a question, I would ask, can I close out in prayer? Absolutely. That's a question, and the answer is yes, absolutely. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I come tonight just to tell you thank you, oh God. Thank you for the listeners and thank you for Mr. Wake, oh God. Father, I pray that you would bless his podcast, oh God, enlarge his territory, oh God. Father God, that this would not be the beginning, but Father, something far more greater, that many young men, young women, life would be touched, they would be inspired. Continue, Father, to enlarge his territory. At the angels in camp round about him, his studio, for Mr. Ken and all his producers, everybody that put in the leg work, Lord God, bless them and bless their family, Father God. I thank you for the opportunity tonight that I was able to share my story, that you get the glory. And I forever give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Roger, I appreciate that, man, and uh, much respect, much love. Uh, if you ever need me, I'm I'm right around, man. You know how to find me, and uh, but you know what? I don't want us. I don't want it to, to come down to if you ever need me or I ever need you. We need to go eat lunch. We need to spend time, man. We need to spend time just just talking. You know, saying talking about how good God is and and everything He's done for us. Just or just talking about grandkids, man. Um, I appreciate you, uh, and I love you, and uh, keep on keeping on, man. Much respect. Likewise, and that thought came to me that let it not be this, but we do right. lunch, dinner, something, and That's just right. talk about the goodness and how can we reach out to others I because there's no need to have a gift and don't use it. Come on now, you t- you telling the truth? You telling the truth? They're looking uh, at us. They are looking at us. They are looking at us. So that's it for this week. You've listened to a new episode of Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits. Until next time, peace. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast is hosted and produced by Kevin Waits. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcasts. Find Kevin Waits on Facebook at Kevin Waits and join the Safe Conversations group. 
Follow the Mino Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mino Line Media. Get the Mino Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.